Randy. Hello, Randy. Hi, Randy. Hi, Dr. Randy. I have a specific question. My question is... My question to Dr. Randy is... How do you parent a child that's almost an adult? Hey, welcome to the Intentional Living Center. We're going to have an old-fashioned parent talk to the roots of our ministry here today. We open the phone lines. Love to have you come on in and join me if you have a question. Uh, we've kept the chair open for you. And uh, if you have a question about parenting, maybe with adult children, maybe with, uh, with teenagers, or maybe it's a marriage issue having to do with parenting, whatever it is, you're welcome to join us. The focus is parenting today. And the phone line is open. We're live, 888-888-1717. Stephen's taking your calls, and uh, we do welcome you to Intentional Living again, 888-888-1717. And I want to welcome our Facebook friends today. We're live, um, and uh, glad to be with you here in our studio. Appreciate uh, your question. If you post it below, Derek will get it here on the screen for me. Glad to take a shot at it for you. Um, or you can call. Of course, 888 is the number. You know, one of the things when we talk about the core of, of our ministry goes back to Parent Talk. I mean, that's where we began, focused with parenting. You know, over the years, as we've talked to parents, thousands of parents, done conferences on parenting, it's a different world today. The issues you're facing as a young parent today um, are different than the things that we talked about 15, 20, 30 years ago when it comes to parenting. The threats are greater than ever to your family. Now, you know, if you've listened to me at all for any length of time, you know I'm not a reactionary. I don't overreact. I'm not a conspiracy theorist uh, when it comes to things. But I, I got to tell you, with what I'm seeing, reading, hearing in the world today, I don't think it's an overreaction to say that the threats to you and your family, to your kids, is at an all-time high. And... Um, when it comes to a lot of things. And I know as a parent and grandparent, you're concerned about that. But the good news is you can help manage it. You can still be an intentional parent. Now more than ever, I believe that this uh, message that God has laid on our heart as a ministry, uh, this passion to live an intentional life in Christ will make a difference in your home and in your family. And uh, I believe that. And I think the rest of the team here, we believe it as well, right? Jennifer and, and uh Derek and Stephen, we do. Amen. We believe it. And we're here to help you and encourage you to figure out what pleases Christ and do it. You, you can do it. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And uh, you can make it. But listen, you've got to be intentional. If you go with the flow, the flow is going to go right over the cliff, I'm afraid of, with, with, uh, with the kids today. All right. Uh, again, you're welcome to join me. If you have a question about something you're facing, uh, the chair's open here in the studio, 888 1717 is the number. Also, coming up in a few minutes, I got a special announcement for our friends in Michigan. Michigan, something special coming your way from Intentional Living. I'll tell you about that as well. All right. First, uh, a blended family uh, question uh, coming in. Uh, go, go right ahead. I've been listening to the program for almost a year now, so I'd like to first thank you for blessing me with a lot of good information. The topic I'm kind of concerned with is a blended family mm -hmm. and how to keep the children serving the Lord in the home, not just on Sundays, you know, during church hours. I have a blended family, and I'd like to know how I could be more effective in my walk with the children, um, encouraging them and um, maybe some ideas. Um, and I continue to listen and pray for the radio station, and thank you. You're welcome. You know, let's just be honest with each other. 
uh, as uh, Christians, followers of Christ, we go to church, we get one hour every week, one hour, basically every week. Now your kids might be involved in Awana and some other programs, but still it's limited exposure. And so the responsibility for training of our children still falls into the life of the parents and grandparents in the homes. And so if you, if you really are serious about, you know, raising uh, your child to be a responsible adult, a godly adult, understanding the truth of scripture, um, you know, it's been said for years, you got to have a Christ centered home. What does that mean? You center your home, you center it, which means that um, you run everything through that, filter of how is this impacting my home and my family? How is this strengthening uh, our relationships? How is it strengthening our understanding of God and how our family relates to Christ and how uh, we make decisions about everything from entertainment to internet to social media? Listen, here's a fact. If your kids are online today, the influence from that is greater than the influence of an hour in church on Sunday. Let's just be honest. When we see what's going on in the world today, the influences are great. I didn't see it, but I've been hearing in the reports of the Grammys uh, on TV um, just uh, yesterday and how there was a, apparently a performance that really was nothing short of a worship service to Satan, from what I understand, and from the, the clip that I saw. Uh, is that a threat? Yes. Yes. Because these are influencers on TV, online. And so if you want to have a Christ-centered home, filter what's coming in, filter out what is not acceptable. You got to train your children on how to use media, um, understanding scripture, keeping scripture a centerpiece in your home and teaching them about Christ and his love. We should not be surprised in the culture that we're living in today. It's just uh, where we're at. So God bless you. You can make it work. I know blended families... You guys have different issues, too, with ex-spouses and so on. Uh, but standing together as a mom and a dad, setting the, the tenor of how you want your home to run, and then following through and doing it with a lot of love. That makes sense, Jennifer? Okay. Jennifer's shaking her head yes, so I must be on, on track here. All right. You're welcome to join me if you have a parenting or a grandparenting-related question. Older child, younger child, adult child. Um, I'm glad to talk to you. The chair is open. <laughs> so to speak. 888 is the number. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with more questions. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Are you overwhelmed by the uncertainty of life? For many, uncertainty can lead to fear and unhealthy life habits. In Dr. Randy's teaching, Intentional Living When You're Sick and Tired, you'll learn about the Apostle Paul's work with a church that exhausted and overwhelmed him. 
and His commitment to walk by faith. When you give right now, we'll send you this teaching and we'll toss in God Hears and Answers, a book by Dr. Randy on developing a vibrant prayer life that will grow your faith and confidence in God during times of uncertainty. We'll email you this month's exclusive teaching and other intentional living tools each month. To receive the teaching and the book, call 888-888-1717 today or visit theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. Hey, when you do that, go to theintentionallife.com. We have that very special resource, God Hears and Answers, How Prayer Empowers Your Life and Your Relationships, and includes uh, some 30 days of intentional prayer for you. It'll be very uh, that'd be very helpful. Thank you for joining this journey. Listen, you believe that today, now more than ever, we need to be teaching, sharing about the power of living an intentional life in Christ. Uh, when you join us, you're on the journey with us. Thank you for it. Again, theintentionallife.com, or you can call this number that you're talking to me live at, 888-888-1717. Press number two, and you can uh, talk to our staff, our team. Uh, we'd love to, to talk to you, pray with you, and sign you up. Be a part of Intentional Living. Uh, talking parenting today, you're welcome to join us. You have a question, 888-888-1717. Cheryl, uh, with a question about an adult daughter. Uh, go right ahead. I have a question regarding um, help with me as a mother with an adult daughter and with my um, grandsons. Uh, my adult daughter, there's a time frame when she was 16, uh, she created uh, drama to get her dad that had abandoned her in her life for 10 years while she was growing up to attention by running away and saying, Dad, come get me. And um, that lasted not even a week, and she ended up living with a bunch of guys from um, MySpace that were in their 20s when she was 16. And I didn't see her again until she was 19 because I couldn't find her. But now she's had children. I have a seven-year-old grandson and a baby one-year-old grandson as well. Uh, since then, she's gotten into um, heroin, and um, she's just uh, coming off of heroin. Um, and the children have gotten taken from her and put into foster care. So... I'm, I was wondering, you know, what kind of parenting things that uh, you can uh, talk to me about um, in regards to mothering her and also um, my grandsons. Listen, Cheryl, um, you pray for your daughter, you protect your grandchildren. You pray for your daughter, you protect your grandchildren. Your daughter needs help. There's, uh, she's got to decide she wants help and get help. I mean, she's gone a long ways, talk about threat, she's gone a long ways down this uh, assessment of the threats in her life to the point of taking heroin, and it's going to take some really intensive help and care for her. So you support her, you encourage her, you stand with her, don't enable her. But I would really uh, turn my attention to those uh, to that grandchild. How can I help? I mean, should they be in your home? I don't know what all that means. You said they're in a foster home. But to, to stay involved with those grandchildren, be involved with those grandchildren, love on those grandchildren, let them see in you a model of how um, a mother or grandparent works, how a family is supposed to work. Uh, I, I feel for your daughter. She was hurt, abandoned father. She's out on the street, as it were, making poor decisions. These things accumulate. 
Now that she's older, she probably recognizes this, but she's trapped in it. And it's a reminder to us, parents, we make a difference in our kids' lives. And so maybe your kids are growing up in a difficult environment. All you can do is stand in the gap and be the parent that God intends for you to be. And as we just prayed as a staff, I just did a lesson with all of our staff here um, in in, uh, our chapel area just next door on the topic of threats that we're seeing to our personal lives and what the scripture teaches. And at the end, we prayed as a team. We prayed that God would build a hedge of protection around us and our ministry and our families uh, from the threats um, because we're, we're commanded. We are to resist the devil and he will flee from us. And so we need to teach our children this and also pray that God will build a hedge of protection around your daughter and around those grandkids. And then be intentional. Um, take some action to invest into their lives. Not enable negative behavior, but investing in their lives. Okay, uh, let me get to Belinda is on the line in Arizona. Hi, Belinda. Hi, how are you? Good, good. What's your question today? Um, We have a neighbor who adopted three children, and two of them were very abused. And Mm. um, the, the marriage is having terrible problems now, and... I just, that I'm a believer, or the dad's a believer, I'm not sure about the mom, um, but I just was wondering what I could do to help. How old are the kids? They There's seven-year-old twin girls, and then there's a three-year-old little boy. And how long have they been in the home? Um, since the little boy was born, so three, three and a half years. Is it, your observa- is it your observation that the marriage is struggling because of the, the uh, parenting stress? Um, yeah, that definitely. And I think they're just kind of growing apart. Mm-hmm. Or, and but it's uh, not good. What is yeah. your relationship like with them? Um, it's been very good, really good. We've had really good, um, a very good relationship. Um got a little upset with the mom because of some choices that she's making, but, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, get mad and then Mm -hmm. be that kind of an example, but it's very hard to, you know. Well, you need to, you need to take a positive role. I I would encourage uh, Belinda a couple things. One is if your church is like our church, we have wonderful programs for families, blended families, uh, for people going through, you know, stress for programs for kids, Awana programs, and all sorts of things. And it may be that you could take a proactive role in saying, maybe I can help relieve some of the pressure, uh, watch the kids, try to transport them, get them into some activities at a local church that would be positive or a Christian environment that might give them a little respite as well. So that would be one thing. And I think secondly, obviously, we we want to be praying for the family. I mean, that's 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 sort of a given as Christians. We should be praying, asking God to intervene in their lives. But, you know, you're not the Holy Spirit and you can't fix their problems. What you can do is if you have a good relationship with the wife, um, is just spend some time with her. Have coffee with her, take her out to lunch, and just listen. Don't, don't engage in feeling like you have to counsel her. It's not your role that you have to give her advice on all the things she should do. Listen to her. And uh, maybe share some scripture, let her know you're praying for her. And reminder that there are, there are programs 
and resources available uh, through your local church or through Christian counseling that may be a help to them. Uh, you know what I've found in my work with people over the years is that when people feel discouraged, they don't see hope. They don't. They don't. They can't experience hope. Um, they they feel lost. Um, I got the kids. We're growing apart. This thing isn't working. It's almost like a. It's almost like a car starting to coast downhill. All the momentum of that weight that's negative is moving that thing downhill. And if there's a way of stopping that or changing it to make it um, see that there is a hope, um, the feelings of hopelessness can be so destructive in life. It can be overwhelming to us. And so offering hope, I think sometimes we offer hope. You know what? Sometimes just saying, you know, tomorrow's going to be a better day. It, you're going to make it. Just letting a person know that they're connected with reality can be helpful. I don't know. I hope those things help you as you think about uh, your relationship uh, with your neighbor. All right. We're talking parenting today. You're welcome to join us, by the way, because we're going to stay in studio and record at the end for tomorrow. That's the way it works. So we take advantage of the whole hour and half today and part two tomorrow. So you can call 888-888-1717 if you have a question like Angela did uh, from New Mexico. Hi, Angela. How you doing? Doing good. Good. Appreciate your call. What's your question today? Uh, I, I am, I've been married twice. The first time I got married, my husband passed away mm -hmm. and I was left with two boys on my own and got remarried 10 and a half years later. And uh, he came into the relationship with three grown adult kids. Okay. Uh, my question today is, I'm trying to get my husband to talk to one of his daughters about standing on her own and trying to uh, make her own financial decisions without having daddy involved in the whole situation. Um, and I've tried to discuss it with my husband and it turns into a big cat and dog fight. And he, he feels sorry for her and mm -hmm. I understand as a parent, but I also believe that as a parent, we have to let our children go and try and do things on their own, try and take care of their own finances. Mm -hmm. because how, their own how old is the daughter? Mid-40s. And um, can I ask, what what is dad paying for? Uh, he's paying for all her utilities on a monthly basis, except for one. One or two utilities. He pays for her electricity, no, yeah, electricity, water, and uh, and solid waste. Okay, so he, he says, hey, I'll help you out, honey, with this cost. How much is that a month, roughly? Anywhere from 100 to $150 a month, plus he does our own um, uh, monthly charges. Uh, is, is the daughter trying? Is she working and trying to pay bills? Yes, she, she's a, she is a teacher. Okay. And has two children of her own, but he has already given her a place to live in, uh, which he got out of so he can leave them have a family life together. Okay, so she has uh, children. Yes. So she's teaching, has children, and she's not able to afford everything, so dad's stepping in to help. 
Yes. And, um, and when you ask dad why, wh- how you feel about this or why he's doing it, he says what? He, he, he doesn't want to confront it because it causes a, a, an argument between us because he feels like he needs to be there for her. Okay. Um, and, and what does that make you feel like? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's married to me now. I am his wife. I mean, his children to come. And I mean, I'm not saying don't be there for your kids. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you have to show your uh, children to stand on their own. My children are, are, one of them is pretty much independent. The other one is, has drug issues. So he has his own problems. But I mean, my husband is a type of person that if the kids need anything, he'll give out of himself and in our finances to help them out are your finances are your finances a problem are you able to do this not at all so you don't have a problem doing this financially no but one of these days you know while we're getting older my husband is mid-60s and he's he's going to get ready to retire Mm -hmm. and i'm just i'm just saying is is this something that he wants to continue to do with his daughter? Because one, when his, he passes away, she's going to have to stand on her own. All right, so what's and your question for me? Up. What is your specific question? Should I, should I argue about this whole situation or should I just let it go and God will provide and not have to worry about, about our finances down the road where he's retiring and he's not really doing anything to help her to be financially stable. Should I not get involved or just let it go and let, God, let him figure it out? It's a fair question, isn't it? And it's a really important question. And uh, you're going to have some who are going to say, listen, cut it off. She's 40 years old. She's on her own. She should be taking care of herself. And that's it. And there's others who are going to say, no, wait a minute, she's being responsible, she's a teacher, she's working hard, she's trying to take care of her kids, and she's falling short, and dad is stepping in and saying, I want to help her a little bit, 100 bucks a month or whatever it was, um, because that's something I can do to encourage her. Let me ask you as a listener, which side are you on? Which side are you on? Oh, no, you want to know which side I'm on? <laughs> okay. Uh, let me tell you how I approach this. Um We want to encourage our children to grow up and be responsible, take care of themselves. And if you have a child who's an irresponsible adult, wasting money, like the prodigal in some ways, you know, they're they're living, spending, just wasting their money, wasting their lives, doing things, stop paying for it, please, because you're hurting them. On the other hand, if you have a child who's an adult and they're working hard, they're trying to make, make, ends meet and you have the capacity to help them out if the end game is that in your help you're helping them become independent i think you have a right opportunity and i think it's a blessing to be able to help i think where it's a problem i don't think i know it's a problem is when you enable a person to continue to be dependent because of irresponsibility and to me that really is the uh, the break point, I think, in, in that decision. So to answer your question, I think you and your husband need to get together, maybe get a counselor, pray about it, hear his heart, and be willing to submit to one another and come up with a plan of action that ultimately will help the daughter become independent and the two of you 
continue to be in a loving, caring agreement in your relationship. So we know the certainty of death, the uncertainty of when and how, but the certainty that Jesus is preparing a place for us. And Paul is sharing with the people of Corinth, reminding them of, and for us today, if we're sick and tired, that we have a home in heaven, someday we're gonna be with him. That's an excerpt from the teaching this month, when you're feeling sick and tired in life. And listen, many of you do, what do you do? Intentional living helps. And it's the topic, intentional living when you're sick and tired. And so those of you joining us this month, by the way, when you do, um, not only do you become a member, ongoing support, we come alongside of you with our teaching this month on this topic I just mentioned will be sent to you. Plus, we're going to send you the book, God Hears and Answers, How Prayer Empowers Your Relationships, a book that includes and features 30 days of intentional prayer. It's our gift to you when you join in to support and be a part of Intentional Living at theintentionallife.com. You just click on the donate icon or call during West Coast Business Hours, 888-888-1717, and uh, press number two. And uh, we're getting here at the end of the show, right? So tell you what we're going to do. Hang on, Sandy. I want to get to your call. We're going to just stay right here and record for tomorrow, part two. And uh, she's got a question as a grandparent about a son that's left the faith. Oh, hurt your heart. With your kids and your grandkids, right? We'll, we'll get to you, Sandy. Um, love to have you join in. Maybe you want to carry on with some of the discussion today. You have a question for me. Uh, but call now, and Stephen will get you lined up, and we'll uh, love to talk to you here in the next uh, few minutes. 888 is that number. And then secondly, a reminder that uh, for our Michigan listeners, the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night is coming to Michigan. It is. Uh, April 20th is a Thursday night. We're going to be at the Jackson Nazarene Church, also known as Jack Naz, right? Um, Great people, great church, great city, Jackson. Uh, That's Thursday, April 20, and then the 21st Friday night at the Community Church, uh, the Mount Pleasant uh, campus of Community Church in uh, Mount Pleasant. It'll be the same at both, so you can pick either one, but I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're just going to have some fun, and in the process of laughing, I want to teach you a few things about intentional living for your marriage. Here's my commitment. I've been around here long enough to see that uh, marriages can be radically changed by a single decision in our lives. So if you got a hurting marriage, it'll be helpful. If you got a great marriage, it's going to be encouraging. Bring some other couples with you. Can I just encourage you maybe to say, you know what? We've been isolated for the last couple of years. We want to have a ministry. We're going to bring our couples class from church, or we're going to bring some couples from the community. This is going to be a non-threatening, very intentional, fun evening, just a date night for a little while together. Okay? Again, April 20 in Jackson, Michigan, and the 21st then in Mount Pleasant. And here's the deal. The tickets will be, the ticket window online will open up next week, the 17th. And uh, they're getting that prepared. We'll open this next uh, next week. So you can prepare. You can, you can go there now and leave us your name and information. And they'll send you a reminder so you can be first. We have limited seating. Again, go to theintentionallife.com. 
That's theintentionallife.com. And the information is under the events uh, tab, okay, under events. Uh, Again, you can join me. We'll stay right here and continue to record for the next um, 30 minutes for tomorrow's program. If you're a parent or grandparent, love to have you weigh in. Maybe you have a comment or question for me at 888-888-1717. For entire team here, God bless you. We'll see you again tomorrow. More Parent Talk tomorrow on Intentional Living.